Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Good morning, afternoon, evening. That's it, that's all you're having today. Good morning, afternoon, and evening. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And welcome to our Christmassy podcast. Christmas. You excited for Christmas, Jen? Oh, I'm hyped. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I missed out on the festivities last year, and so therefore I am hyped. Do you think you missed out? Yeah. I don't think we did too bad, you know. Yeah, we got. We still. We still managed to get our Christmas day. I apologise for anyone who's listening and wondering what on earth has happened to my voice. Mm. It just seems to have gone. Disappeared. Disappeared. Don't mm. know where it's gone, but it's off. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't feel like we got... We didn't get a lead up to Christmas, which is my favourite bit. We didn't. I feel like this year they started it early, didn't they? Mm. I don't know who they are. Like, who decides that? Like, who... Is there, is there like an authority that's like, right, today's the day, lads, let's go. Let's crack Marketers. on. Marketers. Marketers. Mm, probably, you're right. As soon as Halloween's over, get that Christmas stuff out. There is that argument, isn't there, that Christmas either starts the day after Halloween or the first day of December. Yeah, I'm usually strictly December, but I really wasn't this year. The tree went up before December 1st, mm. didn't it? I wasn't happy about that, I'm not going to lie. Oh, sorry. I mean, I was happy because it was there. It looks fantastic. It was only three days before. I know, but I just feel like I've always been a 1st of December kind of guy. Think yeah, the no, rules. but 1st of December was midweek and it wouldn't have happened, so... No, it wouldn't, you're right. It would have been far too busy and pretended and we that we going to get it done. We had a wedding. We did. Not I'm ours, not. just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> I'm not married. Sadly not. Oh. <laughs> no, we had <laughs> <laughs> The distraught in your voice there. Sadly not. <laughs> should we tell everyone that I'm now obsessed with TikTok? We should. I think we should because it's it's an actual worrying and um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a, well, it's a genuine obsession, you're right. That's the way to well, put it. Well, I've gone from one extreme to the other. I've gone from TikTok is stupid it's for children because all my year six children when I was still teaching used to be obsessed with it. Um, and now no you've one, remembered you're a child. Yeah, that wasn't my point. But I am a child. But I used to I used to hate scrolling. I used to hate um what's it called? I used to hate scroll I used to hate stupid videos. Can we just talk about what's just happened? What? So Sorry to interrupt, and I know we mention this every week on the podcast, but we forgot to mute our laptops, didn't we? Shock horror. So we both just got an email. Do you want me to tell you what's really funny about that email? Was it us? It was us. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our own email list, aren't we, to make sure that the emails work when we send our emails. And we've just sent ourselves an email. Oh, and it's come up on board interrupted computers. our own podcast. That was so funny. Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, you're obsessed with TikTok and I can't see it, I can't see it quieting down because last night you was on TikTok all night and then you woke up this morning and went on TikTok. Oh, I know, it's just so addictive, isn't it? See, here's the thing though, and this is my theory. It's not actually that good. It's like that dopamine hit. So there's like one good video every hundred, but you're willing to scroll through the 99 to get to that one. I've just found one account that I like that's basically just a guy 
giving his dog voices and mm. I've spent quite a serious amount of time on that one, I'm not going to lie to you. Can you imagine like 100 years ago, they'd be like, yeah, you're going to get these handheld computers, these devices that you can do anything with. What do you think we'll use them for? Oh, we'll probably just sit and watch dogs talking. <laughs> oh my God, dogs will talk. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, the owners will just be doing voiceovers. All right, okay. I love animal voiceovers though. Do you remember that? Uh, was it called that? Well, I can't remember what it was called on TV. No, the da 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 Oh, yeah. And then it, it was the classic Alan, Alan, Alan one as well. That was a very That was a great programme. Program. It was a very fun Animals getting voices is just my favourite. We've not perfected Reggie's voice yet, have we? No, although to prefer he's growing up, so his voice is going to break, I think, at some point. Yeah, very good point. He's actually he's... next to us today. We don't usually do this. We try to do it in a different room, but we're actually recording this at 7am on a Sunday morning. Because this is when he's most tired. Not yeah. Sunday morning, but like 7am. So we're trying to hopefully do it with his, him next to us and he's paying no attention whatsoever. I hope you're paying more attention uh, to this episode than he is. Yeah, should we talk about something useful now? Um, do you know anything? Mm, not particularly. Okay, well, mm. we'll just talk about this episode then. <laughs> um, now, hopefully this is going to be a useful one because we know we actually um, we recorded a Christmas mastermind, didn't we? Yeah. Recently, and this is one of the big things that that comes up, and I know one hundred percent this is going to resonate with so many people, and it's that person or people, but it's usually a person at Christmas who will just not take no for an answer, and they're just constantly saying, "Go on, just have a bit more," or "Go on, you know, you just have one more chocolate." No, do you want a little bit more turkey. Go on. no, go on. I'll put some more stuff in. It. Go on, have another spud. Come on, have another spud. I've, I've worked hard me in that kitchen today. Go on, have another one, and. You'll probably, once I've said that, gone, ah, yeah, that's my auntie, such a body, <laughs> or that's my mum, or that's my dad, or that's my uncle, whatever. You'll have that person in mind. You'll know exactly who that person is. And it can be incredibly, incredibly, not just frustrating, but it can be almost disheartening when you've got a process or journey that you're on. And it can be so, so, so tough. But we're not, and we're not, just to put in there, but we're not talking about like, um, we're not talking about you trying to turn down food because you're like, no, I'm on a diet. That's not what we're talking about. No. We're talking about this idea of control around, well, you taking control of your own body and understanding when you are full, when you've had enough, when you actually don't need any food. It's that kind of thing that we're talking about here and not like a, we're looking for you to avoid foods around Christmas. We want you to give yourself unconditional permission to eat whatever you want to eat over Christmas. But tuning into your hunger levels and I think that's what we're just kind of touching on in this point it kind of that taking that control around that isn't it 100% and I think the first thing we do need to remember is that you are or we are in control of our own boundaries we, we have control of our own boundaries and we're going to give you some incredible ways in which you can do that during this episode which will hopefully really help you during not just the Christmas period but just in general in life but I think that's the first thing to always remember because I know quite often we try to look for kind of like tricks or hacks or ways in which we can kind of do things without us having to actually do anything when in reality what we've got to remember is that our boundary is our boundary and I know we speak to clients a lot about this not just with food but with time with energy with all those things as well and quite often the biggest revelation or the biggest kind of learn is like oh my god I've got control over this I'm the one that can decide what happens like it's me like it's my boundary and I've just been letting people over the years step into that boundary and I think when you do something for so long when you let someone kind of overstep your boundary overstep the mark make a decision dictate what you do for 10 20 30 plus years 
it can feel like the norm. So when someone says something, for you to say no or for you to try and turn something down, it can feel weird. But the first thing to remember is we're in control of that. We have absolute control over that. Yeah, we do. And I think the the, the second big thing that we always hear people say is, oh, I feel rude. Like, And I think... It's a very British thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like that, that we're constantly seeking ways to be polite, and I think a lot of times that's where our lack of boundaries come from because we're yeah. trying to be polite and not offend people. Mm-hmm. But I think what we've got to do is put what's the phrase? Is it put the shoe on the other foot? Yes. When you see it in someone else's point of view, I would imagine it's something along those lines. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll go with that and hope I'm right. I'm usually not though, so I apologize. But if the shoe was on the other foot, yeah, that doesn't sound right. Do you not think? The glove was on the other hand. <laughs> Don't make me laugh because I'll cough. Sorry. Um, so, imagine that you're the person who's cooking, you're the person who's offering her the food, whatever it may be. If someone said, like, oh, I'm feeling a bit full right now, I'm all right, thank you, would you be offended? And I think you've got, you've got to keep asking yourself that question. If you're someone who's like, oh, I know, but I always feel rude, particularly if you go into, like, somebody I don't know like um somebody you're not as close with uh, maybe like I don't know your partner's parents mm. and, and and you don't feel comfortable kind of turning things down you want to you want to seem polite and you, you can't remember that like we can still be polite and also turn things down I think there's just ways that we can go about it that makes it I mean I think we just overthink it, basically, don't well, we? I do think you know that's what? what I'm trying to get at. I thought about this because we was chatting about this a couple of weeks ago when we was planning the Christmas miniseries. And we was chatting about kind of like the different ways in which you can say no, which we'll chat to you about in a second. But in all honesty, like I'm cooking Christmas dinner this year and I genuinely, hand on heart, and I'm not just saying that this for this episode, couldn't care less if someone didn't have seconds or thirds or didn't finish what was on the plate or decided they didn't want something that I'd made. I literally have so little care over that, it's unreal. Like, if I put food out and someone was like, oh, don't want any more, that, right, great, sound, like, not bothered. But that said, I know that not everybody necessarily will react that way, and some people might provide some kind of external pressure where it might not even sound harmful. It might be like, oh, no, go on, just have one more. Go on, just have another one. Oh, please, go on. And you, you almost feel obliged to do it, and... If you're somebody who, as we've touched on before, we're not talking about like turning down everything. We're just talking about if you're somebody who's working on your relationship with food, listening to your hunger signals and doing things that are potentially going to benefit you long run in regards to like mindful eating and all those good things. It can be so, so, so difficult to do that when there is that external pressure because it feels like it's almost fighting against us. You're sat trying to be mindful. You're sat trying to enjoy your day. You're listening to your hunger signals you're listening to your fullness signals you're trying to think about kind of like right should I have some more food like do I need more food how am I feeling and then you've got someone who's kind of like pushing it on you and making it almost more difficult than the situation needs to be I think one of the the best things you can do and again we were talking before about how setting boundaries is really difficult so you might hear this and be like oh my god that's going to be so hard but I promise you this will be incredibly powerful is to almost pre-warn the situation isn't it yeah, I think if you if you know that there's certain people, like I've had clients say like, oh, I find it really difficult. And in actual fact, I've had clients come back from um, family members' houses and not even realise what's happened, have a complete and utter meltdown. And I've been like, what, like what's, what's happened this week? They've been like, oh, I went to my in-laws. Mm. And been like, actually, 
I've just realised that that's a huge trigger. And a lot of the time, there's other people um, kind of pushing their opinions around food onto you and, and the way that they feel around food on you. So they believe potentially that you shouldn't leave all your food on your plate. So they're trying to get you to finish all your food on your plate. Like little things like that that reflect more where they're at with food than you. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can go, I always say, I always use this phrase, go into that situation with your armour on. So like be prepared, understand that this is going to be a triggering situation for you and do what you need to do to take control of that situation. So one of it might be understanding that you need to brush off a lot of the comments that people say Mm -hmm. because you don't feel comfortable enough to have these conversations with people um so in in fact all you need to do is raise awareness around it and remember it's not about you it's about them um and and go in with that armor on and then the second thing we can do is actually start to take control of the situation if we feel like we're able to so for example if you know going back to the beginning you've got those people in your family who are like your typical feeders like don't always give you loads of food never take no for an answer always want you to finish the last bit then go in before that happens and go in with some phrases like oh I'm not too hungry today so don't give me loads because I won't be able to finish it or I had a big lunch please don't be offended if I don't eat all this if it's already in front of you um, and then if we're going to get a bit more blunt working on my relationship with food right now please don't be offended if I say no to something or even if you like pull them aside, tell them what you're doing and how much it's helping you. And actually, if you speak to people about this, you might be surprised in how much they're inspired by what you're doing because I think a lot of people, when you tell them like you're trying to change your food habits, it's automatically, oh, you're on a diet Mm -hmm. or what diet you on? And then you start getting judged or you're not having that, I thought you were on a diet. Mm. And then actually, if you can say, do you know what? I'm doing something a little bit different this time. I'm really trying to work on my relationship with food, really trying to, trying to tune into my hunger signals and it's really working for me. I've been finding it really helpful so I just, I don't want you to get offended if I kind of say that I, I don't need this food or I don't want this food. It's nothing you've done. It's nothing about your food. It's more about what, where I'm at right now. Um, then on the flip side, if you're kind of eating your food already and you've not been able to take control of that situation or you're like, oh, do you know what? Actually, I'm full a little bit sooner than I thought I was. You can say, I'm so full. Can I take the rest home? There's no offence there because you're you're not saying that you don't want the food. You're saying, actually, I'm enjoying this food so much that even though I'm full, I want to take the rest home for me so I can finish it tomorrow. Um, or that was delicious. Thank you so much. But I really can't eat another bite. And I'm okay for a dessert. Thank you. Just little phrases like this that actually... There's no shame in you standing up for how you're feeling right now about food. It's 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 something that we can take power in. And I think we need to let go of this idea and this belief that everyone's going to be really upset if we do that. 100%. And I think what's good to do is to appreciate and understand there's probably going to be a little bit of challenge somewhere. And we know how difficult that can be. when It's not like we've just given you some phrases there that are like the absolute you know, trick to changing everything. Like you're going to say, oh, just a bit too hungry, don't give me loads. And then all of a sudden they're going to give you an empty plate. Or you're going to say, oh, no, that was great. Can't eat another bite. And no one's going to say, oh, go on, have some more. Like people will, it's, I feel like before we touched on something in regards to like, you're potentially just trying to be polite. 
in a way, that's kind of what they're doing as well. They're trying to be polite by offering you seconds and they're trying to be polite by offering you dessert. And by you saying, no, you're just taking control, as Jen said, of you know, your own in the situation and you're setting a boundary and saying, you know what, I'm good. But it can feel so uncomfortable. You know, when you've done this for so many years, if you're somebody who, you know, we, we hear this all the time in regards to like, I'm a people pleaser, I just want everybody else to be happy. Totally understand that. But unfortunately... Right now, your focus should be on you and your happiness and your boundaries and not somebody else's. And like I said before, if I'm cooking, somebody doesn't finish a meal, I don't take offence. In fact, I think it's all right. Like, it's a little bit, I know this can sound strange, but it's a little bit like the nine to five working week. We all decided one day that every job was going to be nine to five and that every industry and every working job was going to be nine to five. And we could all do a nine to five. Why? Surely some jobs require more hours than others. It's the same with food. When we set up a plate, we put the same amount of food on every single person's plate and give it out. But yet we've all got different hunger levels. We've all got different fullness levels. We've all eaten different amount of foods that day. It's absolutely okay if you get to a point halfway through your meal and go, I'm full. And that's absolutely fine. And what will actually happen is you'll end up having a better Christmas. And the reason you'll end up having a better Christmas is for, well... First of all, because you've done something that was potentially challenging and you've overcome that. And that can be a huge win. It's that sense of achievement. It's like, you know what? I can take control of this. I can do this. And it's just providing yourself with evidence that during one of the most difficult times, you can still win. But secondly, because you're not feeling overstuffed. You're not sat at the table and being like, oh, physically in pain. Now, we know because we've spoken about this on this podcast before, so it's important we mention it, that having a healthy relationship with food is knowing that you will overeat at some points. And that's totally normal. Like It's not about never overeating. But at the same time, there are still boundaries to be set and control to be taken. So when you're in a position where you're starting to feel really full and you go, you know what, I'm good. This was amazing, but I really can't eat another bite. That's true. And that's where you're at. And you put your knife and fork down and you don't keep eating. And then you're like, oh, Maybe I'm a bit overfull, didn't realise. That's okay, like, that's not bad. You don't need to beat yourself up for that. You still took control of the situation and you set a boundary where potentially in previous years that boundary wouldn't have been there. So, as Jen said, use those things that we've mentioned. Use those small, sharp, quick phrases that can help to just go, oh, right, yeah, I'm done. And hopefully I'll be able to copy and paste um, or write them up into the podcast notes so you've got them so that you can see them so you kind of you've got a bit of an idea and you can go armoured with those uh, with those phrases but just remember that going into this now going into it it might be uncomfortable and that's totally okay and it's not about now going into it and thinking it's going to be really easy and straightforward because quite often the most powerful things are the most difficult things but hopefully by using all these you'll have a better Christmas yeah Now, what I've got to do is try and get through the next couple of sections without coughing because right now my coughing's being triggered by laughter. Oh. So. Well, it's okay because um, the joke's at the end. Yeah. And the question's a brilliant one. So, fingers crossed we do all right. Okay, go on then. So, the question's come from Jess Coates. Thank you very much, Jess Coates. She DM'd me on, do you know what? It was a couple of weeks ago, actually. It was right the night before, I think we was doing the podcast. And I just had one sent through for last oh, week. So it's been waiting for... for a while on this one. Yeah. So apologies, Jessica, this has taken a while. Um, however, having said that, I'm buzzing that we've actually got some backed up. And we've got, a, I know I'm skipping ahead, but we've got a Christmas-related learning or burn. Excellent. I did ask for that, didn't I? You did. Um, this is, uh, when, I know I do this a lot, I talk around the question, but it's so important I do because when Jess sent this question through, 
straight away, I said to you, I was like, this is the perfect learn it or burn it question. Sorry. Learn it or burn it question. <laughs> this is the perfect on the spot question for Jennifer. And I messaged Jess saying, um, this is sensational. I honestly blurted it out to Jen just then. Jess has just asked me the perfect question for would you rather for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is bang on. So, would you rather be the person who has held the door open far too soon or the person who has to run for it? <laughs> it's a good question, isn't it? <laughs> I like that one. So the person who's held it up far too soon, like uh, you're holding it, you're holding it, you're like, oh, they're quite far away. Or would you rather be the one that goes, oh, they've held the door open. You have to do that little waddle thing where it doesn't actually speed you up. You go no quicker, but you just kind of pretend oh, you're going quicker. I don't quicker. know, because both situations make me squirm. That's why I knew it would be perfect for you because you hate situations like that, don't you? Yeah. Oh, both of them make me really, really squirm. Mm. Do you know what I thought you'd say? Mm. I'd rather hold the door, though, because less cardio in it. Neville, that's <laughs> not me. You hate cardio. Mm. <laughs> so pretend um, you, you do realise that the listeners have listened to other episodes. They know you hate cardio. Do you know what? I think I'd rather be the person holding the door. <laughs> it's the cardio thing, isn't it? No. <laughs> Go on then, work. Because I'm just a polite person in that situation there. Do you not think it's just as polite to do that little jog you do? Oh, well, yeah, it is. Do you know what also is really polite, but not enough people do it? When you're crossing the road and you realise that actually maybe you've crossed a little bit too late and that car might hit you, mm. and you do the little skip and hop across the road, do you know what? People in Manchester don't do that. Find that out when we move there. And again, it doesn't speed you up, but it's just nice to see a little bit of effort going yeah, in, isn't it? exactly. I used to hate it in Manchester. Mm. People just keep walking at the same pace. They'd look at you, see you in the car, practically hit them, look back at the front and just keep walking at the exact same pace they were going at. Absolutely. Do the little skip. Yeah. Do the little skip and get across the road yeah. right now. That's in the Olympics. Hop, skip and a jump. That's what I want from you. Yeah. Get across that road a little bit quicker. Anyway, that was off tangent, but mm. same idea, I think. Is it off um, tangent or on a tangent? On tangent, no. It's on a tangent, isn't it? No, off on a I tangent. I went off on a tangent. Off on? It's off on a tangent? I said off on a tangent. No, that's what I mean. It's off and it's on. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? You can't be off, off and on. Round up tangent. <laughs> so I'm off the tangent and on it. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I think I would rather be the person holding the door. Though. Would you? Yeah, well, just because like, I've initiated that situation. So it's your fault. Yeah. Mm. So like, I, I knew where they were at. I knew they were too far away, but I chose that. Do you know what I hate? Someone doesn't hold a door open for you. Oh, when yeah. they know you're there. It's rude people in general. Yeah. Rudeness really riles me up. I always find it awkward at the gym because at the gym, when you walk in, there's two doors. There's like a little porch. Wait, well, it's not a little. It's a big porch, isn't it? And there's two doors, right? And it quite clearly says on the door, pull. <laughs> for whatever reason, everybody pushes it. It opens both ways, but it does make it because if I'm going to meet someone there, I've got this thing in my head where I'm going to get to the door and we're both going to pull on it. <laughs> because it, like, from either side, and we're just going to wrestle with each other to get through this door. Because everybody does it, and I don't know why. It clearly says, as you get there, pull. Yeah, and everyone pushes it. You know, I know exactly yeah. what you mean, because I do, I push it. You, are you one of them? Yeah. I wouldn't mind wrestling well, with it you. Well, go, it goes inwards as if it's already partly pushed. That, yeah, Less but, effort, in it. Yeah, but that, the word still says pull. Like, it does I know, still say pull. it doesn't look like it's going to pull, so it looks like... It's coming from the point of view of someone who doesn't like to make a feel of themselves, so we'll just go with like what they feel like they should be doing. Although it says pull, it looks like it's already partly pushed, and if you were going to try and pull it, it wouldn't work, so I'd be embarrassed. That's interesting that people think that because the door's slightly pushed, it's more likely to open than the actual sign they've put on it. Yeah, I know. That's madness, isn't it? That's what goes through my brain. That's like, all right, here's a question, right? 
you walk over to a pool mm. and it says the pool's empty, but it's full of water. What do you believe? Well, I don't believe it. That's just rubbished my argument because you believe it was full. You'd believe it was full, wouldn't you? Even yeah. if it said it was empty. That was a terrible argument, Phil. You've proven awful. yourself wrong. I don't, honestly. You're just proving yourself wrong, really, Phil. Yeah, you are. Um, even even so, you should still pull up all door and push a push door. Simple as that. You just mm. should. Well, I'll be the person pulling the pull door. Good. You pull that pull door. I'll wait. Fantastic. For a really long time. Right, you ready for this week's Christmas-related Learn It or Burn It? Yeah, go for it. How much does Santa pay to park the sleigh? I don't know. Nothing. It's on the house. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Sorry for Jen's coughing. I'll try. Oh, I'm not going to try. That's all I can laugh. I really find that more funny, but I was trying not to laugh so that I didn't. So when we were at the wedding on Thursday, my cough was that bad that I needed to cough in the middle of them saying the vows. And I was trying so hard not to cough that I just started crying. So it looked like I was just sobbing at the mm. wedding. But actually, I was just trying to hold my cough in. <laughs> and you shouldn't have told him. Just say he was crying. Just say it was a really <laughs> emotional moment. It was really emotional. It was actually. It was beautiful. It was it? lovely. It was. Um, right. Mini series two of five done, Junker. Done and tick. Hopefully, this mini series is helping you kind of well take control of and enjoy Christmas and just giving you some tips along the way. We've got episode fifty eight, but three of five coming up next week, haven't yeah. we? Taking control of food over Christmas, all the snacking, alcohol, chocolate, everything that goes on. Hopefully, be able to give you some um, an insight into how we're kind of setting up clients as well over the next few weeks. Um, Reggie's just Christmas. looking at me like. What are you doing? Why are you both talking but not to each other? You're not both just staring into the distance and speaking. He literally just gave me the weirdest look I've ever seen him do. And now he's yawning. Oh. Right. I hope you enjoyed. Hope you take something from it. Please, as always, if you know somebody who could potentially benefit from this, send this to them. Share it to your Instagram story. Maybe it's the person who tries to feed you food all the time. Yeah, send this to them. Yeah, that'll be interesting, won't it? Listen to this. Right, but hope you have an absolutely incredible day. If we don't hear you hear from you between now and Christmas, have a sensational Christmas. And we'll catch up with you again soon. See you later. Bye. Bye.